Look at Proverbs tonight, Proverbs chapter number one, Proverbs chapter number one, and we're going to look in our series again, the people of Proverbs, and look at a different character tonight. We have looked uh, throughout these weeks at several, we've looked at the slothful, we've looked at the prudent, uh, we've seen the uh, simple, we've seen the fool, uh, we've seen the scorner, and uh, see some of them a couple of different weeks, and uh, last week was the angry uh, man's. We learned some things, and of course, we're trying to see what the Bible says uh, about these type of individuals, so that uh, we know what to avoid in the case of of, of those that we don't want to be like. Uh, we know how to avoid them, and then we know how to deal with them because the Bible tells us how to deal with certain kinds of individuals. Uh, that's why once you can take what the Bible says and say, okay, this person uh, is in this category, then the Bible already tells me how to treat them. So then my emotions don't have to come into it. Uh, so then I don't have to try and figure out what am I supposed to do in this situation. Sometimes I've been accused of being pretty black and white. I've just been, well, Pastor, you can just, you can just cut off. You can just do this. When you look at the Bible and you look at things through the Bible and say, this is what the Bible says to do in this situation, you don't have to think about it. Uh, my question sometimes is why haven't you cut it off? Uh, why aren't you in that position? And so hopefully this is helping us. I believe it is. And uh, I get several, I get feedback on, on the Wednesday night Bible studies especially. But last week I got a lot of feedback from that one, which was kind of surprising, which tells me I got a church that's full of angry people, I'm telling you. And you're mad about something. Uh, no, but it's, it's a good reminder that what we have the potential to be. You may not be an angry man tonight, but you got potential to be. You may not be a fool tonight, but you've got the potential to be. You may not be a scorner tonight, but you've got the potential to be. And we're going to talk about a positive one this evening that I think will be a help to us. And before I read the scriptures, let me remind you, Thursday night soul winning starts back up tonight, tomorrow night at 6.30. Now that we've had time change, I failed to announce that just a moment ago. And a look at Proverbs chapter number 1, and we'll read verse 5 and verse number 6. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. We see a wise man in verse number 5. Tonight we're going to talk about dealing with the wise man. We're going to deal with the wise man tonight. And I would encourage you to pay close attention. This is what we want to be. Uh, this is what we want to emulate and the Bible, once again, uh, shows us some things, sheds some lights on how we can be. And uh, if we just take what the Bible says and we incorporate it into our life, uh, then we can be what the Bible says as a wise man. Sounds simple, doesn't it? It is simple, but it's not always easy. And so we're going to look at what the Bible says about being a wise man. Father, help us tonight as we look into your word. I pray you use it uh, to uh, give us uh, the instruction we need so that we can be wise. Father, I pray that you would uh, give us the principles we need so we can establish them in our life. Help us to deal with wisdom in the proper way. Uh, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Of course, we've been looking at uh, different characters, and of course, Solomon is, is writing this instruction, and uh, we see that, that we deal with wisdom and instruction and learning. We've looked at that, but tonight we're dealing with a wise man, and before we look at some things about a wise man, let me uh, define uh, what it means to be wise, having knowledge, having the power of discerning. Now, this is where wisdom is different uh, than just having information. 
or smart or learned. Uh, wise having knowledge, having the power of discerning. And we have a problem-solving problem in our nation. Uh, people not being able to take situations and solve them. Uh, that's where some wisdom comes in. Wise having the power of discerning, judging correctly, or determining what is true and what is false. Uh, between what is uh, proper and what is improper. You need wisdom to determine that. I've said often that sometimes the most dangerous thing is not what is just blatantly wrong, is that which is almost right. Because it takes wisdom to really discern what is almost right. That's why we ought to be striving to be a wise man, to have that wisdom in our life so that we can have that power of discerning, uh, judging correctly. Now, I'm going to build some principles here, and I've got nine of them I want to give you, uh, but i got an extra hour of time because of time change, and so, uh, so we've got plenty of time tonight. So let me jump into these nine, and I believe these will be helpful to you. Let me say statement number one. A wise man is not born a wise man. Verse five, a wise man will hear. And will increase learning. A wise man is not born a wise man. There's a lot of people who think they're a wise man because they think they were born that way. You weren't born that way. And then sometimes we look at situations in our life and we say, well, that doesn't apply to me because I'm not a wise man. That's the point. We're not born that way. Sometimes we as Christians beat ourselves up because there's things we don't know and we will, we will not acknowledge we don't know them. Therefore, we cannot learn them because we want to acknowledge that we do not know. Let me illustrate this very quickly. Sometimes we look at wisdom, a wise man, like you know, God made some male. He made some female. He didn't make them any other way but male or female, just for the record. You, if you, if you were, whatever you are, male or female, you didn't decide what you were going to be. God decided for you. You know, you, when you have that, your parents, when you had that first child, if it was a male or a female, I mean, you might have been disappointed, but you didn't have a say in it either because God decided that. This is a male, this is a female. You know, we look at sometimes these attributes and, you know, we look at it like male and female. Well, here's white, here's black, here's Hispanic. God decided that i mean that's just the way that's just the way it is but we look at subjects in the bible god did not say okay you're a male and i'm gonna you're a female and and you're 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 white and you're black and you're hispanic or whatever race uh, you are and you, it says okay this person's wise they're gonna be born a fool they're gonna be born a scorner they're gonna be born prudent they're gonna be no we're all born simple and I think that's important for us to understand that if you're going to have wisdom, you're not born with it. Some people think, well, I'm the smartest person in the room. You Nobody's born with wisdom. You make decisions that we're going to see in the Bible. It says, will hear. A wise man becomes wise because they're wise enough to hear. You saw me illustrate it. If you think back a few weeks ago, we had an illustration of, of how a, a fool reacts to wisdom. Do you remember that? 
Wisdom comes and, 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 and is, is, is crying in the streets. And a fool rejects the wisdom. You know what that was? Is they weren't born a fool. They made the decision to become one. A scorner doesn't just reject the wisdom, mocks it, makes fun of it, belittles it. Well, that's just the way they are. No, 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 no. God didn't make them a scorner. They, through decisions of their own, became a scorner. That's why teenagers listen to me. Really, everybody listen to me, but especially the young people. Decisions you make are going to determine your future. Not your mom and dad, not the pastor, not the church, not the country you were born in. Your decisions are going to decide whether or not God puts you in the category of fool, whether or not God puts you in the category of scorner, whether or not God puts you in the category of prudent, or whether or not God puts you in the category of, of wise. Your decisions are going to determine that. Because a wise man is not born a wise man. You know who the greatest candidate to be wise is? Somebody who realizes they're not. They realize they're not. They need more wisdom. They're the best candidate to be wise. So I said, number one, a wise man is not born a wise man. I know when you hold that little bundle or join your arms, like, I know this is going to be the smartest person. They're gifted. They have, well, you know what? Nobody's born a wise man. Nobody's born wise. That leads me to number two. A wise man will listen with the intent and desire to learn. A wise man will listen with the intent and desire to learn. Same phrase, same verse. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. A wise man hears that wisdom. The wise man hears learning, hears understanding, hears knowledge, and they recognize, I do not know that. So I want to hear what is said. That's why it's a dangerous thing. Pride and wisdom are always competing against one another. They're always at war with one another. Because sometimes a Christian gets to a place where they think they know everything they need to know, and then they hear it and say, well, I don't really have to pay attention to that. A wise person will listen with the intent and desire to learn. There's something here that I want to learn. There's something here that I can learn. Now, don't ever become a know-it-all in your Christian life. Nobody is. Somebody tells you they've mastered this book, they know everything there is to know about this book. You're not looking at a wise man. Uh, you're looking at a lot of other things, but you're not looking at a wise man. Because oh, a wise man will listen with the intent and desire to learn. Uh, young people, when your parents are trying to give you instruction, listen to them. There's some things they know that you don't know. A wise individual has the intent. I, I, there's something I want to hear that I want to learn. Uh, by the way, let me insert this here. That's why you better be careful what source you get your information from. That's why when I mean wisdom, we're talking about what God's idea of wisdom is God's truth which is the only truth God God's mind that's what we need to know from the word of God number three if I can get through 25 on a Sunday night I can get through nine on a Wednesday night number three a wise man will obtain wisdom 
that will benefit others as well as himself. A wise man will obtain wisdom that will benefit others as well as himself. A wise man will hear and, in, and will increase learning. A wise man is not born wise. He realizes there's some things that he does not know. So he seeks to obtain that wisdom so that because he has a desire to learn. Why, why, is, why does he want to obtain that wisdom? Because it's going to benefit himself. You know, it's better to be wise than a fool. Anybody in agreement with me tonight? It's going to, you know, it, it hurts a lot more to be a fool. Well, I have to be disciplined if I'm going to do what God says, and I'm going to be wise. I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to do this, I have to do this. Oh, what... The fool just continues to run into that brick wall and, and, and thinks, well, I just got to, you know, if you will it enough, it's going to happen. No, a fool's gonna, fool has destruction waiting for them. It, it, it's going to hurt, but a wise man will attain wisdom because it's going to help himself. I want to learn all that God has to say about being a child of God because it's going to help me. I want to hear, as a man, I want to hear what God says about a man, what a man ought to do. As a husband and a father, I want to hear what God says about what a husband and a father ought to be and do, more than I want to hear what the world says. I want to get, because it's going to help me. It's going to help me become what I need to be, but not just me. It's going to help somebody else. And a wise man is wise enough to say, I need to increase my learning. I need to get the wisdom because it's not just going to help me. It's going to help somebody else. I would give counsel to every single young man who has a desire to be a husband and a father one day to focus on getting wisdom for yourself to becoming everything that you can be for God. Why? Because it's going to help the woman you marry one day. Could help the children God gives you one day. Likewise, every young lady, instead of trying to attract what I would do, is I would try and become and get all the wisdom I need to be what God says a lady ought to be. Don't, don't follow some lost or some carnal so-called Christian on Instagram and pattern yourself after what they... Well, they've got this many followers and this many likes. The only wisdom that there is comes from this book. And so if I was a single young lady, I would, I would get the wisdom I need to be the future mother, the future wife that I desire to be. Same thing with, with, with being a parent, being a Christian, being a Sunday school teacher. If you have a desire to be in ministry, you want to obtain that wisdom because it's going to be a benefit to somebody else. If you teach Sunday school, you've got to pay close attention on Wednesday night because there's wisdom you're going to obtain that's going to help somebody. You want to pay close attention as you read your, your, the Word of God and study. You'll attain wisdom. You'll increase that learning. Matter of fact, that's, that's why you get wisdom, not so I can say, hey, did you know how wise I am? Did you know how smart I am? Did you, did you know? I want you to know what I know. Don't, don't ever look at the person who's always telling you how smart they are. Don't, even look, don't look at them as the wisest one in the, in the room. It's the one who's not saying much. The one who's always learning. 
is, 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 is the one who is wise because they know it's going to help themselves. That's why every Christian has a responsibility to gain God's wisdom. Why? Because you can help somebody with it. You can help somebody. Um, number four, a wise man who obtains wisdom achieves the status or recognition to give wise counsel. A wise man who obtains wisdom achieves the status or recognition to give wise counsel. Did you get that? Look at verse 5. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Now, I don't believe that means you're, you're getting wise counsels. It means you shall attain to where you can give wise counsel. A wise man who obtains wisdom achieves the status or recognition to give Wise counsel. There's a lot of people wanting to give counsel who, quite frankly, haven't earned the status to give it. And, and just to help, you know, say, well, you know, I know the pastor's the pastor, and this is this, and, you know, but I've been, I, you know, I, I've, I've been saved a month and a half. I think I know what I need. Let me tell you something. You don't have the wisdom this is going to sound self-serving, but, but I've probably studied my Bible more in the last month than somebody who's been saved a year and a half. There's wisdom that comes from that. That's why young people, your parents have more wisdom than you do. A wise man obtains it so that now he's got the ability to give it. You know, if... if I, maybe, I, I know I, I'm, I'm different. I don't have to tell you all that. But I've always been this way since the time I was a much younger preacher. I didn't say young because I still think I'm a young preacher. But I was a younger preacher. If I wanted to know, get a counsel in ministry, I didn't go to somebody who I graduated with to ask them. Because if I didn't have the wisdom, they didn't have the wisdom. I didn't go to anybody who graduated a year earlier than me than from Bible college. Because if they didn't have the wisdom, if I don't have it, they don't have it. Again, this is going to sound self-serving. I think I'm a smarter, smarter than everybody my age. I have all the wisdom that I can get from the life, from the 49 years I've learned, somebody older, who's obtained more, probably has a little bit more. Does that make sense? So if you want to be in a position one day as a leader of your home to give counsel, then work on obtaining it. Because a lot of people who have positions of leadership, and quite frankly, they don't have any wisdom. They may have a title, but that's not the person people go to for wisdom. Is this making sense? And if you go to somebody who, by the way, you can flip this around just to see both sides of this. If you need counsel, go to somebody who has attained and the wise counsels because they have received wisdom. Uh, somebody who's been at life for a long time, they could probably give some wisdom. You have, everybody can think of somebody, I respect them because of 
the wisdom, I perceive them to be wise, a wise man, a wise, a wise lady because, because of the life they've lived, because of what they've received. They, they seem to, to be very knowledgeable. There's a lot of wise people, I think, of wise people in this church. You know why? Because you've, you've obtained wisdom. So therefore, you're in a position to give it. There's a lot of people who's 25 years old because they will have a desire to be a ministry, surrender to be a minister. It's like, well, I think people ought to listen to me. No, you haven't attained enough wisdom. And you can apply that 35, 45, 50, whatever. It's, it's, it's the wisdom that, that, that puts you in a place where you can give wise counsel. So all of us want to have influence, I'm, I'm assuming. So what should we be doing? Obtaining wisdom. Realize I wasn't born with wisdom. Therefore, I've got to Listen with the intent and desire to learn. And by the way, young people, don't listen to your, listen to your parents before you listen to some friend in the neighborhood or somebody you go to school with or some cousin. I know your parents are from a different time and they're a bunch of, I, I know, I know, and they try and give you some counsel like you just don't understand what it's like. I mean, teens have it so hard nowadays, you know, with all the technology and electronics and things. I still say, I mean, we went on a road trip. We, looked, we counted pine trees. I'm bored. Look out the window. Oh, that, that solves everything. Go outside and play. Where? I don't care. Just don't come back until it's dark. Okay, what do I play with? There's a stick over there. Go play with it. Okay. A, 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 a fellow brother who feels my pain. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, and, and these, these young people, they think I'm just making that up. No, that's what we did. Hey, tell me what you did in the summer. You don't want to hear what I did in the summer. We went outside and played with a stick until dark. Oh, okay. The point I'm making is somebody, a wise man who obtained, you have to attain the wisdom. And just like I would say, young, young people, go, listen to your parents. Listen to the spiritual leadership that God's put in your life. I would say church. I'd say Christian. Uh, put some weight in the counsel that your pastor would give you. That's why the Bible says that a pastor shouldn't be a novice. He should live a little bit. Been, th- been through some things. Study the, study the word of God. I'm not saying I know everything. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm perfect. But I can say that I have been seeking the wisdom of God. And if I'm seeking it and God is willing to give it, there are some things that your pastor does know that because he's been willing to receive and there's a, if you will, attain under counsels. There's a lot of people who want the status of giving wisdom, but they haven't been receiving any wisdom. I hope this makes sense. If you want to be able to uh, give that counsel, you you achieve the status of recognition to give wise counsel, uh, but you first obtain counsel. Number five, a wise man is a good steward with the wisdom he has acquired. A wise man is a good steward with the wisdom he has acquired. And I'll not repeat verse 5 again, but there's a description of a man who learns, becomes wise, accepts wisdom, and he's growing in his wisdom. If you are looking for wisdom, God is willing to give it, 
But you've got to be looking to where God's giving it through his word. That's obvious. You can't obtain that wisdom. So if nobody was born wise, you look at somebody who's wise from the perspective of Scripture, and you say, how did they get there? I just wasn't as gifted. I just wasn't as fortunate. No, they've been trying to get wise. So we all should be doing that. And once God grants it, you have a responsibility, just like every other area of your life, to be a good steward. To be a good steward. If there are some things that you've learned from God in your life, you have a responsibility to be a good steward with that. You have responsibility to pass that on to somebody. You have responsibility. Quite frankly, I can apply it this way too. You have responsibility to stay right with God, stay in the house of God, stay serving God, because somebody needs the wisdom that, you, that, that God's given you. You can help somebody with the wisdom that you have obtained. Well, it's my wisdom. No, God gave it to you. You weren't born with it. You sought after it. You learned it. You obtained it. You must be a good steward with it. Every parent ought to keep themselves right with God because, you know what, God's worthy of your service. God's worthy of your loyalty. God's worthy of your dedication. But if for no other reason, your kids need the wisdom that you've obtained from this book. And that's why you ought to be seeking. Once you get it, you you have a responsibility to give it to somebody, to use it, be a good steward. And I would say this, and it's kind of been our emphasis this year. Don't, don't think of it as, i got to give this to the masses. Give it to one person. One person. I believe if Christians got back, if we got to the place where we say, I'm just going to, one person at a time, I'm going to invest in one person, give wisdom. And if God's taught you something, there's somebody that you can part that wisdom to. Well, there's nobody else just like me. Well, there's nobody else exactly like you, but there's people who've been through what you've been through. By the way, I, I have some wisdom about some things. There's only one way you can get it. You've got to go through some things. I, I believe I have some wisdom in what it means to have a sick child. I believe I have the wisdom in what it means to lose a child. I believe I have some wisdom when it comes to grief. I didn't get it out of a book from Barnes & Noble. There's some things in life that God teaches you. There's things through that book from that perspective. Why am I saying this? There's somebody else who needs that wisdom, but I can have a tendency to be be selfish with it because I just don't want to deal with it. I just don't want to talk about it. Well, I just, Pastor wants me to be a Sunday school teacher. I just don't think, I just don't think that's what I want to do or what I should do. No, you've got some wisdom that somebody else can use. Well, you know, the, the, the bus ride, I know I could, I could do that. I just don't think that I relate to those kids. I just don't think, if you've got some wisdom that you've got from this book and from God teaching you things in life, you have a responsibility to pass it on. Number six, a wise man leads with his wisdom. He leads with his wisdom. A wise man will hear, will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain into wise counsels. If because of the wisdom we obtain, if I can use it like this, if I can say it like this, we attain a status where people will say, they know something that I want to know. You, notice I didn't say position. Because a lot who have position who don't have wisdom. There's a lot who don't have position who have a lot of wisdom. And from that younger generation, it would do you well to look at those 
who are in our church who've been at it for a long time and realize they have some wisdom. They may not move as fast as they used to move. They may not do as much as they used to were able to do, but they've obtained some wisdom, and that's why you get a little older, don't say, well, I'm, I'm done serving. No, no, you're not. There's some wisdom that you can impart. You might not be able to go out and physically do what you used to do or what others do, but you've got some wisdom, and those that are coming up, you ought to tap into that wisdom. But with that, you can obtain, in fact, I'll use this word. I don't really like it. It was the best word I could use to describe it. The status where people will look and say, they know something I want to know. But you have to obtain that wisdom to be there. You can't get promoted to it. Everybody in here knows. There might be somebody who got a position because of who they do. or they, did, they, were, they The workforce knows they don't deserve that position. But yet they still go to the, the foreman instead of the boss. You know why? Because that foreman has got some wisdom. They don't care about the title. The same is true in life and when, in spiritual matters. If I'm going to reach that status, then I'm going to be a good, good steward with it. I can lead people with that wisdom. I, I, don't, I don't, my desire is not to lead people with a title, but it's wisdom. Let me show you what God says so that you know what to do. In the home, I've encountered and I've tried to give counsel and help, and I've observed too, there's a man who'll say, I'm the man, God said, I'm the head of the house, which is still true, by the way. I'm the head of the house, and because I'm the head of the house, this is what you're going to do. If you have to declare you're the head of the house, I hate to break it to you, you ain't the head of the house. I'll help you with that if you want me to help you with it. You can show you the head. Anyway. You know, that's not, that's, I, I want to use my position to get you to, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying a position. I'm not downplaying the responsibility that comes with that position. I'm just saying you can lead with wisdom. The, the wife in the home, the mom in the home, the, you know, say, well, I, 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 I'm the mom. You are. And when that child gets to be about 16, they're going to challenge you on that. Well, Scott, I'm going to, well, you can be wise in how you handle it. You can lead with wisdom. You can lead somebody else with wisdom. We ought to try and lead with wisdom instead of position. Number seven, a wise man discerns difficult situations. Verse number six is where I think it gets very interesting and really practical, and I hope we grab a hold of this. Verse five, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. We, we understand this. A man of understanding shall attain the wise counsels. I, I, to, to get to be a wise man, I've got to hear that wisdom. I'll increase my learning. Then I'm going to attain a place where I can give counsel. Don't try and give counsel without having it, the wisdom to give. Verse 6, is, it continues that thought to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. There are some things wiser people get that people who aren't as wise don't get. Fair statement? Well, Pastor, that's an obvious statement. 
This is why some can see things. Number seven, I didn't give it to you, did I? A wise man discerns difficult situations. There are some things, and this is, you just have to permit me, there are some things your pastor can see in a situation that you can't see. It's not because I'm smarter. Now, maybe. It's not because of anything other that there's some wisdom that's been obtained. And it doesn't mean you're an inferior Christian. It, it doesn't mean God loves you less. It doesn't mean you're not saved. It doesn't mean the Holy Spirit doesn't live within you. It doesn't mean the Holy Spirit doesn't lead you. It doesn't mean any of that. It just might mean I've been given some wisdom in a situation that you have not. Therefore, I see it just like that. Now, some people have a hard time with that because it, it, they look at it as, well, no, I must, no, it's not about that. It's about where does the wisdom come from? A wise man discerns those difficult situations. Look at the, the word of God to understand a proverb and the interpretation. What's going on in that situation? There, there are things that some people come with me with counsel. It's like, okay, I need to think about this and pray about this. There are situations that take place in our church. I got to think about this and pray about this. Situations in my own life. I got to, I got to look at this. What is this? And I'll, you know where I go? I go. I try and find a Bible principle for it. I try and find a Bible example. Pastor, you got to hear me all the way out. Okay, you hear me all the way out, but I have a Bible pre precedent. I have a Bible example. That's the wisdom. And then it discerns the situation. The reason why we don't understand, to use the Bible, the language here, the, the, the phrase of the Bible, we don't understand the proverb is we're not reading the Bible enough. We don't have enough experience with the, the things of the Word of God. We haven't read it enough. That's where wisdom comes from. I trust this makes sense tonight. A wise man discerns difficult situations. If you, in your child rearing, let's just say hypothetically, one of your children was going to be difficult, I would say it's always going to be the girl because that's all I have. It's always the girls. If if your child, if they all go through difficult stages. By the way, every one of your ch children are going to go through some difficult stages. That doesn't mean you're, you're a failure as a parent. doesn't mean somebody else is a failure as a parent. If their child's going through a difficult situation or stages, that's just the way it is, part of growth. But you want to know how to discern it, you've got to have wisdom. And you can't just Google it. And you've got to be careful where you try and get the answer from. There's wisdom that is available to help you through any situation, but that wise man can discern that difficult situation. Number eight. I hesitate with this one because I'm afraid someone will understand it. A wise man deepens his thinking. You know, a problem we have in people in general and a problem we have amongst Christians is we don't think enough. And when we do, we think with our emotions, which means we're really not thinking. If I want to deepen my thinking, I want to be, I don't want to look at things just on a shallow surface. 
this is the way so many Christians think of. Here's a situation I'm faced with. How is, how am I, how is this going to affect me today? Well, if you want to have wisdom to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. If you do this, this is going to happen. Well, I want to understand all of that. Well, you've got to think further than 24 hours. Parents, when you make that decision about what you expose your kids to, you better think 10 years down the line. When my wife was facing, this is one of the greatest statements, and I've applied it not just to this situation I'm going to illustrate, but to life. It's just, it's, it just illustrates exactly what I'm saying. My wife was facing her cancer treatments, and we're trying to make those decisions. The surgeon said a, uh, made a great statement. He said, don't think about 46, think about 66. Make your decisions now for 20 years later, because if that cancer comes back, you don't get the pick where it comes back. And a lot of times we as Christians, we think about how this is going to affect us now. We don't think deep enough. We don't think far enough to think how this is going to affect my family 10 years from now. I've been faced with a lot of pressures over the last several years from a, a lot of sources. It'd be easy for me to have done what a lot of other guys did, say, let me just get rid of this pressure and make this unprincipled decision. But they lost the autonomy of their church. They lost their independence. And I'd say, I'm thinking five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 15 years down the line. Where, Pastor, where do you get that? It's from the Bible. It's wisdom. When those babies are in the nursery... You, how you deal with them is going to affect, it's going to be 10, 10 years, 20 years from now. And that's a whole other subject that we probably will have to spend some time teaching on. You can set some bad habits, some bad precedents with that infant. That, oh, it's, as long as, until they get to be one, until they get to be two. Until four. And then it's like, well, they're 16. They're almost 18. So what could you be talking about? That baby should not be the boss of that house. I'm just going to go down this road. It's like, you know, well, well, you know, the, the, the baby's got to do this and the baby's hungry and they got, well, you know, I get hungry. Does that not count? You've got to establish something. Why? Because you're not thinking far enough down the line. 10, 20. You know, one day those kids are going to leave you. Man, I'm almost there. Praise God. No. And it's going to be husband and wife. So there's, you've got to think that far ahead. A wise man deepens his thinking. We as Christians... I'm not talking about overthinking. Pastor, I've got this mastered. I can think about something in circles and circles and, and think of every scenario. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm, th- I'm talking about to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark say- sayings. Uh, we need to deepen our thinking. Number nine, last one. A wise man uses wisdom to avoid mistakes. 
to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Here's a great secret to somebody living a wise life, but somebody also living a safe life, somebody living a full, joyous life. It's not found just in the commands of an authority, the commands of a wise man, but in the Proverbs and in the words of the wise. There's a lot of wisdom that comes in the form of, and, and, and I know sometimes my words are going to get twisted, and I'll, it'll get used against me. As a, as a, that, here's a scenario presented, or, or here's the advice, and I say, well, if it were me, this is probably what I would do based on, and then you come out of that, Pastor's okay with everything. True, I didn't say not to do it. But there might be some wisdom in you can do it that way. But if it were me, this is what, the way I would do it because I've seen it done that way. And there's some difficulty that comes. You can make it. You can survive. But it's going to be hard. Well, bless God, he didn't say no. The words of the wise. There's times I've been talking on the phone to older, much older preachers and just talking about a scenario and it's like, well, I wouldn't, this is what I did. Okay, this, if, I called them so I must think enough of their opinion. So they're saying this is what I did. And then I listen for the words. If they don't say, I would, I would never do it that way, I say, okay, well, this is what they did. They're, they're where I want to go. It worked for them. There's that interpretation. There's that proverb. There's that word of the wise. You know, it's a growth in our Christian life. At first, it's like, okay, thou shalt not. I know I shouldn't do that. Thou shalt. I need to do that. Do this, and I'm, you know what I mean, and don't do this. Avoid, flee. That's easy. When we get to the place, and I've taught on this a couple weeks ago, it's not right and wrong. It's what's best. It's what's safest. It's what's the most profitable. That a wise man will use his wisdom to avoid mistakes. Oh, we ought to seek wisdom, seek wisdom, seek wisdom. And, 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 and we should just desire not to live that average Christian life. But you can avoid some things. You know, I, I think God, I grew up in a Christian home, grew up in a pastor's home, and certainly uh, I'm thankful for the way that I grew up and I listen to people say, you know, and when people say, I've learned this through, I'm paying attention. 
because they may have gone through something I haven't gone through and they've got some wisdom from it. Well, I don't think I would do, okay, I, I, I'm going I'm to heed that. Well, a wise man, why, why do we need that wisdom? So that we can discern, so that we can see that which is prudent, that which is not. How do we do it? We get the knowledge. That's how we increase our learning. Say, I, mean, I just, I don't know what I should know. I don't know what others know. That's okay. Increase your learning. Nobody was born wise. Oh, we've got several couples right now expecting when those new babies are born and I get to see them for the first time and, and depending on, you know, what kind of mood they're in, whether I hold them or not. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's like how long ago do they eat? Okay, they just got done. I'll let my wife hold them. Uh, you know, it's just that, that kind of, I don't, Oh, you got a wise one. Oh, thank, thank. Oh, I'm so thankful for that. Because sometimes it'd be like, I think it's a fool. Looks <laughs> just like daddy. I, that's how. That's how I know. You can't know. You know that. No, none of them are wise. And parents, that's why. Don't be too hard on your kids because of what you think somebody else thinks about them. Don't set standards in your home about education and all these other things because of what somebody else might say. Everybody starts down here. And some learn it like that. Some, it takes them until they're 18 to get it. And some learn it like this, and then they get passed along the way. Everybody's different. But we all want to be increasing that learning, increasing that learning, increasing that learning, increasing that learning. And this is the same principle that's in the book of Titus where the aged, aged men teach the, the younger men, the aged, aged women teach the young ladies. What is it? It's more than an age. It's life experience and wisdom that's been gained to teach. One of the great problems, and I'll be done, one of the great problems I see in our society I think it's all we've always had, societies have always had its tendency, but it's more so today. But instead of the young generation looking to the old generation, the old generation is looking to the young generation to find out what they want, to find out how to appease them. It doesn't work. To borrow a phrase, so do not get upset at me. I'm going to borrow this phrase and this statement from my good friend, Dr. Don Chitty. I think it goes like this. I've never met a teenager that, that's smarter than a day-old goat. Now, some might say, I'm so offended by that. What's the whole point? They're teenagers. They haven't lived a whole lot of life. Now, teenagers, I'm sorry from your perspective, is like, this is as old as I've ever been. Yeah, there's more to this is more there's more to it. And so we could testify. Y'all go ahead and stand to your feet. We, we, we can testify. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, well, I know as much. And then you realize how when you get to your 30s, you realize how dumb you were in your 20s. That's wisdom. Let me tell you another thing about wisdom. It's like, Pastor, get out here on this basketball court. I heard you used to be pretty good. No, wisdom says, <laughs> uh, 
I'll just let you keep thinking that, uh, but uh, uh, let's, let's obtain wisdom and realize that wisdom comes from the Word of God. Something, and, this, and I hope we all take this mindset. One thing that I pr- I've prayed and asked God for in my ministry and my life is just the word influence. I just want to be able to influence somebody for right. Influence somebody for good. You know how you influence? Wisdom. You know where you get that wisdom? God. You can't buy wisdom. Wisdom is influence. If we all would just say, I got to get all the wisdom I can get, all the wisdom I can get, then you can have a great influence on your children. You can have a great influence on your grandchildren. You can have a great influence on a new Christian. You can have, we can have a great influence on one another. So uh, let's every day look for wisdom. We find that in the Word of God. Uh, remember uh, soul winning tomorrow night at 6.30.